who has two thumbs and got blocked by somebody on Instagram yesterday? Did you really? Yes. What did you get blocked for? Um, Is it someone that you know? No. It's somebody who follows me, obviously, because they were responding to a highly offensive post that I made. Do you remember which post it was? Ellie holding a kitchen utensil? No. Uh, what are you talking about? The pasta spoon? What's offensive about that? Exactly my point. I thought oh, you were being facetious. It. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, let me read the exchange that led up to the blocking. Okay. Okay. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, yesterday you would have seen a picture of Ellie drinking her bottle that was held in the microphone stand that we use that Callie oh, yeah, and I that was each, genius. Yeah. Each have in front of our seats. Uh, so I put the bottle in the microphone stand and then I just lowered the stand down in front of her. So she, she grabbed it the way, you know, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith or Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 would grab a microphone and Matchbox just box 20. That was random. Okay. Keep going. Why is that any more random than Steven Tyler from Aerosmith? Well, because Steven Tyler from Aerosmith is like a little more relevant. Than Rob Thomas? I don't know. I mean, I love Rob Thomas. That just felt like, you know. Huh. Anyways, keep going. Uh, who's more universal? John Bon Jovi? I would have said like. Bono? Yeah. Len Lenny Kravitz? Yeah. Not Lenny Kravitz. What decade are you living in? What's wrong with Lenny Kravitz? Nothing's wrong with Lenny Kravitz. It's just not a top of mind performer. Really? You're aging yourself. By with Lenny Kravitz? Yeah. But but Steven Tyler from Aerosmith is older. But that's a classic band. Okay. Well, all right. Well, anywho, that has nothing to do with why I got blocked on Instagram. Uh so I I mounted the the bottle into the you know microphone stand, and then she could just bring it to her mouth like Simon, the lead singer of Duran Duran. <laughs> And, and it was just really funny because her tiny little hands on the microphone stand and then watching her figure it out was just really cute. Yeah. It was funny. And I posted, uh, the reason I posted it is because I asked the question, does this make me the smartest dad on the planet? Because now I, uh, I have a hands-free way to feed a six-month-old. Work smarter, not harder. Or does it make me the worst dad on the planet because... I have a hands-free way to feed yeah. a six-month-old. And I got this message in response. I know you think it's cute to build some non-human arm to help feed your baby, but are you prepared for what happens when that baby starts to associate the machines with food and not you? The world needs human connection now more than ever, and you are relying on robots to replace the important role you and your wife have bonding with your this children. This is not real. Yes, it is. Feeding, playtime, and bonding at this young age is far more important than robotic convenience. So I- So she thinks you like bought a robot. Right. That's, that's feeding funny. the baby. Okay. Okay. Because she brought out, she used the word robot. So I think she thinks it's some sort of- um, That you like invented a way to not feed your child. Yeah. What is it, Rosie? Was that the robot and the Jetsons? Uh -huh. Like that there's some sort of ro Rosie the robot who rolls in the room and feeds the baby while I <laughs> sit upstairs and watch TV or something. Okay. So I wrote back and said, 
it was kind of just a fun thing to do. It was a joke. I'm not replacing myself with a droid anytime soon. That was my response. Yeah. She responded like four hours later. And uh, she said, please don't think I'm being a Debbie Downer. I wanted to point out the importance of connecting with your child as much as you can when they are young. Thank you for responding so quickly. I didn't respond sooner because my daughter was watching Blippy. It goes by so fast. You'll know what Blippy is soon enough. Thank you for responding. Okay. Mm -hmm. To which I responded with, Curious about how you have human connection when your child is using your phone for Blippi. <laughs> I'm Well, she's hammering me about human connection. <laughs> so I was just curious how that all was happening, right? Then she wrote, it's my iPad. That was her response. And then when I went to respond to her, I was blocked. Well... Yeah. Blocked on Instagram, heading, in, heading into the weekend, down a follower. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the very busy week that we've had. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Ellie's laughs. They're so cute. It is Friday, which means we do a 1 to 10 check-in. Jeff Dollar, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you? Uh, Nine. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to go nine. I beat the malaria. Malaria? Malaria. Beat the malaria. So that feels good. It is really weird, though. I think you hit the nail on the head. Was it yesterday or the day before when you were talking about how this is the first germ that I've been exposed to in a year? Right. Or whatever. Because usually when I get, get sick, it's pretty straightforward. Like... If I, you know, exactly the process, you know, how you're going to yes. feel on day one, how you're going to feel on day two, day three, better day four. Like, you know, it's going to be four days and you know exactly what's going to happen. Right. And I can tell, like, for whatever reason, whenever I get a cold, like if I'm going to get a bad cold, like my back starts aching or, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I'm like, oh crap, I'm getting Here it cold. comes. Yeah. Yep. And I, it's for as long as I can remember any, t like when I get sick, it's always, the same thing. It's either a cold. If it's really bad, it's a sinus infection. Sometimes they get headaches, rarely get upset stomachs. This has been so totally different. And I think you're exactly right. I think it was just my body's like, oh, here's a germ. What do we do with this? Right. And it's been Maybe yeah. we let it go to our head. Maybe we don't though. Yeah. Maybe it's our back. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's our stomach. I am going to give this guy chills, but no fever. That'll keep them Googling stuff yeah, for the right. next four hours. So anyways, I, I beat that and it was a we had a lot of exciting stuff happening this week and it was a really busy week and we got a lot of laughs out of Ellie. So I'm going to go with a nine. Good. How are you? I'm a seven. That's flat from last week? No. Last oh, okay. week was a six. Okay. I thought last week was a seven. 
Regardless, you're up a point from whatever you were at last yes, week. Yes, I am. Um, I had I was really super invigorated by all of the meetings we had this week, and someone, ju- someone said something so cool this week that really lit me on fire. And the woman said it was a woman who is really incredible, and she is a very smart and talented business person, and she we were on a call with all these people and somebody on the call said, you, um, you guys have something here. You just don't know it yet. Like they basically said, they listened to the nuggets of a couple of our ideas. And we were kind of like, here's, here's our plan for the future. And, and the, the sentence that they said, basically said, you've already achieved those goals you're talking about achieving you now we have to take you to the next step. Yeah. And it was, it was also interesting and, and it, it really cool. filled that me was really up. Cool it was too. so cool. And it was also cool because the person that orchestrated this introduction for us said, so it wasn't usually people brag on you if you're speaking at something or they're giving your bio before something, which we've done a little bit of, um, since the pandemic started virtually, but like for the first time together. But on this call, she was saying to people that she works with that are, you know, really good connections and important connections of hers. Hey, I'm deeply involved with the, with what these guys are doing. It's really noteworthy and really incredible. And, and by deeply it, hearing invo- her say that I'm like, Oh my gosh, someone thinks we're cool, but deeply involved. Like she is an upsider. She's been a fan since mm-hmm. the beginning. She's been a supporter since the beginning. So when she says deeply involved, she's not necessarily talking about Callie and I, she's talking about the community of all of us. Right. Right. It's so, so it was cool to hear someone so important and knowledgeable say that because it kind of validates, oh, we're not just, it's not just Jeff and I in our dreamland of what we want to accomplish. And we were able to be vulnerable about some dreams and have someone validate that. And it felt really good. So that was awesome. And that, you know, we had a lot of similar meetings this week and it was really cool. And it was just really awesome. I love it. And I think that Jeff has found this confidence this week in all these meetings that we've been having where he just has like, it's like he pulled up a box to stand on, grabbed a megaphone and just decided he did not give about talking about us and promoting what we have this week and your confidence level. I don't know what happened to you, but it's been through the roof this week and it's was been it, awesome. Wasn't it last week or the week before where I just said, screw it. Yeah. No, I didn't say that. What was my like confident Jeff? Like, yeah, but that's what confident Jeff's yeah. saying. No, I'm not saying, cause that seems like almost like disrespectful. Like I'm not saying I'm going to say all the man for nobody. No, 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 no. I meant it in a good way. Like yeah. you're like, you know what? I'm going to stop devaluing myself. I'm sick of this. I'm going to start saying things how they are. I'm going to be proud of myself. I'm going to sell myself. Like yeah. I'm done being the guy that's too insecure to pitch myself. And I've listened to you make pitch after pitch after pitch this week. And I'm so proud and it has me so inspired and invigorated. So that was great. I th- I think um, this is, well, w- I want to come back to that in a minute. 
I want to play a voicemail that we got about our one to 10 check-in first to just to give a little different perspective on it. Mm -hmm. And then I want to come back to what you just said. And the other things that were cool is Ellie had a good week. She was in a great mood. So super cute. I had an awesome week working in my new office space and that made me feel inspired. And I had a little bit of a start, rocky start to the week, but, um, Things got progressively better. I also increased my meds, so I feel really good. It's just, it's been a good week for me. All right, let's analyze, let's debate a little bit how the one to 10 check-in works uh, after you hear this call from a fellow Upsider. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Paula. And every single week you guys do the, you know, your number, you rate your number. Well, I look at that a lot different, and the way I do is I am start off at a five. Everyone is a five. You can either go up or go down. So you can't always be a 10 because, like you kind of talked about this week, if you're always a 10, then you have nothing to look forward to. You have no happy moments. So a five is a great day. It's a good day. It's a normal day. And then anything above that is great. Anything below that, it needs improvement. Just my perspective of it, on it. Bye. I, the, what made me want to play that is, do we, if five is average, if five is right in the middle, do we discount the sixes and the sevens? Like when you say you're a six or you're a seven, I'm like, oh, how do we get you to an eight or nine? But the reality is you can live a very happy life chugging along at a seven. Mm-hmm. You can have a really happy life chugging along at a five. That is true. I think it's just a matter of how you want to look at it. Here's how I, I want to look at it. And I'm going to, you know, I, I'm really glad that she said that and it totally challenges the way I see a five now. So I'm going to keep that in mind actually forever now, yeah. every Friday. Um, but it should be five should be, Hey, I'm alive. I'm a five. And so like, that's just, Yeah. I'm five alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the challenge I want to make is I kind of want to go in with a clean slate and not set the expectation of what it should feel like. So when you don't have a number, a starting point picked out, then you, I think, have to go a little bit deeper. You know what I mean? I think so. But I also think she raises a good point because... If if a five is neither good or bad, a five is just, I just had a week that was just a week. I had no emotional highs. I had no emotional lows. I just had a week. Then that's a five. And that's technically fine. Mm-hmm. Like that's fine. And it would, and if you have a couple weeks at a five, an eight is going to feel terrific. But you're at a seven or you were at a six or whatever, and you only went up by one point in my head, I automatically go, oh man, how do we get her to a nine? Oh, see, I don't do that. I go, oh my gosh, I'm up a whole point this yeah. week. So maybe it's just like a, a mind shift. Yeah. So. Uh, Good perspective. Yeah. So thank you. I think she said her name was Paula. Thank you, Paula, Thanks, for, Paula. for sharing that. And you can call our show at any time. 800-434-5454. We love your voicemails and we'd love to answer your questions. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Eileen. Just had a question. Um, Jeff, I'm just curious as to how you're doing since Callie went back to work. I know we've heard a lot about Callie and 
Um, I can appreciate her sharing her struggles with having to return to work and missing Ellie. And she just said today that now she's going to be working from home maybe a little bit more. Um, but, Jeff, how are you handling everything? I know you've talked a little bit, but how is your day going with Ellie? Are you able to get everything done? Um, do you let Callie's mom watch Ellie on a day or two to help you out? Or how's that going? We're interested to know how the stay-at-home work dad is doing. Uh, we care about you. So anyway, have a great day, you guys. Bye. That's such an awesome call. And I'm so glad that she asked that because I hadn't thought in being so wrapped up about going back to work. I hadn't yeah. thought about. Hadn't thought about me. <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. I just hadn't thought to put more emphasis than you've already given on what you're going through. But I think it's super interesting. So how are you feeling about? It's weird because um, to, like, I don't want to like, here's the thing. First of all, Ellie is such a good kid. I she's so chill. She's so chill. So we have great times in the morning. She gets up uh, at six, we get up at six 15 and we hang out for two hours and then she goes down for a nap for like an hour and a half. And then she gets up again. Uh, and then we're up until Callie gets home. So she's chill. We have our routine. She sits in her little bouncy thing while I make breakfast. It's just, it's cool. She's a cool kid. Uh, as far as, um, being able to get stuff done here. I'll tell you two things. One, I, Ellie has made me, made my anxiety about having to get stuff done in the morning go away. That's awesome. Because for 25 years, I worked in morning radio, which means the bulk of the work that I had to do nine days out of 10 was done by noon. So when I left morning radio in 2019, two years ago, mm -hmm. I, for a year, I had this, this panic if I didn't complete my to-do list by like- That's a great point. I would have never made the connection between the two, but you were so dead on with that. Yeah. Like it freaked me out. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's already 1 p.m. And, I have, and I've only done four out of the nine things on my to-do list. Right. Because for 25 years, it all had to be done by noon or what, you know uh -huh. what I mean? So- for the first couple weeks that uh, Callie was back at work, it really freaked me out because I didn't have the mornings to do that. And then one day I just said, eh, it doesn't matter. Like, this is my time with Ellie. Mm -hmm. So I don't even think about work now until usually until like I, I, I will get kind of a little organized during her nap, mm -hmm. but that's when I clean the kitchen and take a shower and stuff yeah. and make the bed. And then when you come home, I hand her off to you. Um, as far as Callie's mom, she stops over. So she's like two or three times. Um, she's stopped over mm -hmm. like at lunchtime and she'll hang out or before lunch and we'll hang out with, with Ellie and, if I have stuff to do, it's great because I can come downstairs and do it real quick. But she just – usually I hang out with them in the living room. Um, but we're we – I don't think we've established a routine yet where I need help on a regular basis, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so she's – no, she's not going over to grandma's house every week or whatever. And then what was her third question? Did she have a third question? Um, how are you doing? How is it going? How are you feeling? About it. It's all great. 
I like, I like Callie going back to work is good for me because I like a routine. Mm -hmm. So. And you love being a dad more than anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so cool. So she's awesome. Jeff is thriving. Thank you for the question. Hey, Jeff, this is Rachel from Austin, Texas. And I think you should start telling dad jokes because you're a dad. I'll start. What do you call stolen cheese? Nacho cheese. <laughs> All right. I think it would be a great little addition to your show to tell a dad joke every day. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. That's such a cute idea. If I do that, not opposed to it, but if I do that, I want to make a jingle. Oh, you have to make a jingle. That w- makes it way better. And have a jingle and have it be like super da 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 da, like super campy or whatever. Yeah. And then just have the dad joke and be like da 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 da, dad joke of the day. And then I'll be like, uh, I pulled a muscle while I was digging for gold in the backyard. But don't worry, it was just a minor injury. And then is there like an outro, like a. I think probably your hysterical laughter would be. Oh, the, okay. Would be the outro. <laughs> I don't think it's an official on label use of liquid IV, but liquid IV is great if you are overserved the night before because it gives you extra hydration, right? So it's going to deliver into your bloodstream two to three times the hydration you would get just from drinking water alone. And that's important when your cells are all screaming for something healthy. But here's the deal. Liquid IV hydration multiplier plus immune support is going to give you an added boost. It's going to give you some vitamin C and vitamin C helps hangovers as well. I had some friends who were on a bachelorette party the other weekend, and I reached out to them before the party started and said, hey, you guys all set with liquid IV? Because I know Friday night's going to be fun, but Saturday morning is going to hurt. And I offered to hook them up. Of course, liquid IV is also great. If you're starting to work out more in the sun, you're sweating more, you're going to want to make sure that you stay hydrated. Liquid IV hydration multiplier with immune support is the answer. Get your liquid IV hydration multiplier plus immune support in bulk at Costco or order online. You'll get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code upside at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using the promo code upside at liquidiv.com. There are few things that feel better than paying off high interest credit cards, getting a lower rate and saving money. Refinance your credit card balances and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. It's an easy way to save hundreds to thousands of dollars and lower your interest rate. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans from 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit, which is lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 18% APR. Plus, 
There are no fees, and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Just for Upside listeners, apply now and get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. You know, the bathroom counter is not something that one thinks about often. It's just a place for stuff. And I used to have amongst my stuff, my old electric toothbrush. It was white. It was clunky. It was just there. And I never had any thought about it other than the fact that it cleaned my teeth. Now on my bathroom counter, I have a Bruch electric toothbrush. Not even kidding. This is a work of art. It's something that brings me a tiny little bit of joy every time I see it because it's sleek. It's different. It's clean looking. The battery lasts forever. I think they have a battery that's like a month long battery life, which means when I forget to put it back on the charger, I still can use it the next day and the next day and the next day. A Bruch electric toothbrush is a great addition to your bathroom. Not only does it look great, it gets your teeth squeaky clean, like just came from the dentist clean. If you are already a convert to electric toothbrushes, it's time to up your game and get a Bruch. If you haven't experienced an electric toothbrush yet, I'm telling you, it's a game changer. I still remember my first electric toothbrush, and now I'm so happy to have the best in the game, a Bruch electric toothbrush holding court on my bathroom counter. Get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan, but you got to use the code UPSIDE at Bruch.com. That's 15% off using the code UPSIDE at Bruch.com, B-R-U-U-S-H. Dot com. Don't forget that promo code upside. Today's quote of the day is strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from indomitable will. Here are your three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Brown and Company Jewelers, a great place to pick out something wonderful for Mother's Day, which is one week from this Sunday. So just file that away. You've got a week and a You've day. You've got a week, Jeff Dollar. And a day. A week and a day. All right, here are the food holidays for your grocery shopping plans over the next uh, few days. There's nothing really big uh, happening. In the food world? No, I was going to say there's nothing big happening this weekend. And then I realized this weekend was actually covered on last week's list. I just looked and it starts. Oh, by the way, it's a week and two days, Mother's Day. Because Mother's Day is on a Sunday. Today's Friday. What did I say? A week and one day? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I was just trying to get people a little buffer. Yeah. <laughs> Have it ready to go by Saturday. Yeah. So then by Sunday, smooth sailing. Tuesday, May 4th is National Orange Juice Day. Wednesday, May 5th is Cinco de Mayo. So that's, you know, your margaritas and your guacamole and your Mexican food. Um, it's also National Hoagie Day. Mm. Uh, Thursday, May 6th is National Beverage Day. So have liquid um friday may 7th is national roast leg of lamb day ew yeah ew 
Yeah. That you don't care for? Um, I feel sorry. I can't eat lamb. Oh. It makes me sad. Especially when you go to the farm, so there's the, all the three-legged ones because they roasted the other fourth. You can see yourself out. <laughs> Dad jokes. Yeah. Uh, Saturday is National Coconut Cream Pie Day and also National Have a Coke Day. Hmm. It's good marketing by Coke. Yeah. Uh, and then Sunday is National Moscato Day, National Butterscotch Brownie Day, and of course, Mother's Day. Ooh, butterscotch brownie. I love butterscotch. I uh, hear so good. Here are the random things. Number one, oh, and these all have to do with food, just because I just did the food stuff. Yeah. Uh, COVID-19 also delivered something called the COVID-15. That's the average amount of weight that people gained in the one year of lockdown, 15 pounds. I am an overachiever, so I blasted right through that. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people blasted right through that. I feel yeah. like it was one extreme or the other. It was people that were having too much and like pent up energy and went on a super workout kick. Yeah. Or people that went on a super eating kick. And I feel like it was one or the other. There's not a lot of like middle of the road people. On I that. wish I printed this article out, but there was some dude who was 400 and something pounds mm -hmm. at the start of the pandemic. And he's like, you know what? I don't, and whatever he did for work, he, you know, they told him he could work from home. Yeah. Or maybe he lost his job. I don't know, but he was not going anywhere. Yeah. And he's like, I really don't have any excuse. So I'm going to take care of business. And he lost 130 pounds. That's in incredible. The, in the year. So he went from like for him. 450 pounds to like 290. That's a life changing he, amount of weight. And he's still going. He wants to lose like 50 more or something. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's my second random thing. Uh, there's a Twinkies cookbook. And in the Twinkies cookbook, there's a chapter called Twinkies and Meat. And in that is so gross. And in the Twinkies and Meat chapter of the Twinkies cookbook, uh, there is a recipe that calls for stuffing a cooked sausage into a Twinkie mm -mm, mm -mm, and, then nope. you, and then you put the Twinkie in a shallow baking dish and you bake it for 10 minutes until the crispy or the Twinkies are warm and get a little crispy on the outside and you serve them warm with maple warmed maple syrup. And it's a, I don't uh, think I've ever had a Twinkie. It's Twinkie and sauce. Really? Yeah. It's something about it just like really grosses me out, but I don't like stuff like that. I don't like, um, cannolis. I don't like cream-filled donuts. I don't like, it just freaks me out. I don't like it. Don't even, keep going. Read your third random thing. I just want you to know that was very difficult for me to stay silent. Yeah, yeah. All right, and my third random thing is, why do you eat food? A survey by Men's Health Magazine uh, asked people, even though it's Men's Health, they asked men and women, uh, why do you eat food? And here are the answers. 57% say they eat it for joy, taste, pleasure, and experience. 43% um, of people just eat it for fuel and actually don't care about dining. I don't, I don't understand those people. I, I love to, food so much. I used to work with a guy who didn't understand the joys. He had like two favorite foods and other than that, Eating was a nuisance to him. If I can't. I, I'm part of me is like, actually, no, I'm not jealous because I think the whole 
um, what is it? Like everything around food is just fun, you know, like sure, it's fun to try new stuff. It's fun to go to new restaurants. It's exciting to have a good meal. You know what I mean? But I think he was all for the social engagement. I know, but part of it is the food. But his thing, I I would also like that freedom though, because there's absolutely no pressure. So if you're you're planning a group outing, mm-hmm. and the the and they say to him like, hey, where do you want to go? You want to go do like a like a like a Caravas family style thing, or do you want to go into those hibachi restaurants? Oh, I said it wrong, didn't I? Hibachi. Hibachi restaurants or whatever. He's like, yeah, I don't care. It's yeah. that the food makes. Now I'll eat. Lasagna, I'll whatever. Eat whatever. I just, I'm just gonna eat until I'm full, and then I'm gonna stop eating. So I don't care. Um, Fascinating. Yeah, it's not the way I choose to live my life, but uh, good for him. Okay, those are my three random things. I have a beautiful human alert. This is a beautiful, tiny human alert, which you know I love because it makes it that much sweeter when they're tiny humans doing awesome things. There's a kid named Grayson Nunley. And he's five years old and he battled leukemia and he was recently granted a wish from Make-A-Wish, which is like a huge deal, right? And kids get so excited about this when they get to fulfill their wish and it's their dream. And so he could have chosen anything, right? Like a trip to Disney World or, you know, Make-A-Wish makes stuff happen. The kid wants it. Yeah. They get it. Sure. And he chose... And it was, I think it was like 20 days in the hospital. He was like pretty sick with, with leukemia and he chose to help other kids and told make a wish that he wants comfortable, soft sheets for all the other kids at the hospital getting treatment. So his wish was to help other Other kids. Yeah. And his mom was like, you know, we, we explained to him that he can pick anything he wants. And we gave him all these options like Disney and all this stuff. And he was like, no. I want my friends at the hospital to have comfortable sheets. Oh, my gosh. I want to cry. That's what amazing. What an awesome kid. Like, at five years old, to think so selflessly about others is just incredible. I hope they set that up in such a big way where, you know, like, they, they make them, like, a big fancy wagon. Mm-hmm. And you get to put all the sheets on it. Yes. And you, and you deliver them to each hotel room or each hotel room, each hospital room. Uh-huh. Like with the soft sheets and then uh, like, I don't know, he gives a toy to the kid who's while they're getting their sheets changed or something. I don't know. I hope they did that huge for him because that's awesome. Yeah, super cool. So anyways, Grayson Nunnally, you are a beautiful human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. I'm not sure how much of this we've shared on the show or whatever, but we talked about finding a trainer for our dogs, remember? Uh And then I said, I want to try before we you know, recruit a trainer. I want to see what I can do because Lily is really smart and she's super eager to please. Mm -hmm. And Sadie is a follower. So if Lily runs to the door barking, Sadie's like, oh, I better go too. 
But if Lily doesn't do anything. If Sadie's here by herself, she's like, there is 0% yeah. chance I'm getting off the couch. Yeah. So if Lily, if I can get Lily to, my philosophy is if I can get Lily to calm down, then Sadie will be, Sadie's going to follow that lead. And I've got Lily doing so good when people come to the house. And I say people, but like when Callie comes home from work or um, when Callie's parents come over, where I can make Lily sit on the couch and wait to be approached by the person without jumping up and wait for the person to pet her. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of her. Here's my question. How do you train a dog not to bark? Because the way I trained her to sit on the couch is by giving her a command to get on the couch when there was no chaos going on, rewarding her with love and with treats. Like mm -hmm. she, she loves her, her love language is touch. So I give her a lot of love and stuff, but that's for actually doing something. How do you train a dog? How do you reward a dog for not, like am I just supposed to give her treats when she's being quiet? I think it probably has to do with a command. So when she's barking, you give a specific command and when she does it, then she gets a treat. But yeah. You know what I mean? But how long is, like if the command's quiet, how long? I, I mean, think it's the same thing as sit. You say it over and over and over and over until they do it and then you get the reward. You know? Yeah. Because so, for sit, like when you were teaching Sadie, like when you teach puppies to sit, they don't know what you're talking about. Right. But you say it enough times and then eventually they happen to sit down and you stuff uh, a tree in their yeah. mouth. So, you know. So it's, yeah. So I have to train her to be quiet when she's barking and let her figure out that every time she gets silent, she gets a treat. Well, it needs to be under your command. Yeah. Because so, uh, there are times that we want her to bark. Right, but like if I say quiet, 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 she keeps barking, she keeps barking, then if she just happens to stop. Then you give her the I treat. say quiet and I hand her the treat. Yes. Because, all right, I'm gonna try that. That's my next goal. Because she sits on the couch so good. Even though she's literally shaking. Yeah. Her whole body shakes because she's so excited but using so much restraint. Yeah. To not jump off the couch that she shakes. And she, and she can't sit there quietly. She can't. Oh. So, and now it's gotten to the point where Ellie will give her side eye. Like Ellie's in her little bouncy like, thing quiet, on dude. the floor. And Ellie completely turned around yesterday and looked at her like, we get it. Someone's in the garage. Shut up. <laughs> hey, this is Heidi. And Jeff, you are hilarious. I think you've got a little bit of a stomach bug and a scotch of the man flu. Nothing wrong with the man flu. You just need a little extra TLC and it's okay. You're going to be okay. Love you guys. We're all trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love without all of the bad stuff. There are zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And we've got exciting news. Magic Spoon has released a super delicious new flavor, Birthday Cake. Birthday Cake Magic Spoon will be available in a special five-pack for a limited time only, so get it while you can. Or you can build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are Cocoa, Fruity, 
frosted, peanut butter, and cinnamon. And if you're listening from Canada, Magic Spoon now ships there as well. I got to say, my two favorites were fruity and frosted. I used to mix those together, but now that there's birthday cake, I don't know. That might be a game changer. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside to grab the new limited edition birthday cake or a custom bundle of cereal to try it today. And be sure to use our promo code upside at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is now good anywhere in the US or Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash upside and use the code upside to save $5 off. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, it's Deb from Dallas and I have a brilliant idea regarding the mystery box, the mystery return box. Um, Y'all were talking about uh, using them for like white elephant gifts and I think it would be an awesome idea if the whole office went in together and bought one box and then it's like a mystery gift idea for the whole office at the party. You can play a game and see who gets what. And so the whole office goes in to buy one box, and then everybody goes home with something different, and they can fight over the best gift. So, you know, pretty brilliant idea, if I do say so myself. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I just had to call because, Jeff, guess what? Parasites are real, and they do happen. When I was in my 20s, I went to Mexico on a business trip to Puerto Vallarta, and a year later, I started having muscle spasms, and of course, I was in my 20s, so I ignored it. About a month after that, I had a grand mal seizure, scared the crap out of my mom, uh, go to the hospital, have all the tests, there's something in my brain, they don't know what it is. About a month after that, I had brain surgery because it was still undetermined. And as soon as the doctor removed it, it was the carcass of a parasite called sister cercosis, which is apparently extremely common in Mexico. Um, They said I ingested it either in salad from someone who hadn't washed their hands after using the bathroom, which is gross, but I made a full recovery, um, had 27 staples in my head, half a head of hair for about a year while it grew back in and just, you know, a great story for the rest of my life. So that was a long time ago. But when I heard you talking about the parasite, I just, you know, hey, it could happen. It happened to me. Hope you guys are doing great. Have a good day. Give Ellie a hug. Bye. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm going to just put my best foot forward and I'm going to give the world the best that I got. Right. Mm -hmm. Anything is possible. 